Coming up on TMSPM, the Wolfman has nards. I only name my cats after space hookers. Does the little plus body do anything for you? Lose weight by amputating your butt. Teaching a secret class farter. Half my brain is dead. Asmodan was Dan's wrestling name in high school. Your Twitter questions and more on this episode of TMSPM. This is the morning stream, but it's not in the morning, it's at night. TMS PM. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS PM. It is uh, the PM edition of the show for November 15th, 2019. It's 3.30 Mountain Time. Actually, a little later than that. We're about nine minutes late. I don't care. Whatever. Who cares? I don't care. Nobody cares. Who cares? Nobody cares. Who's going to care? Nobody, Nobody cares. cares. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian. Are you here talking? Hi, Brian. Hi, Scott Johnson. And hi, everyone else. <laughs> and your day today was good? Uh, it was good. It was, uh, it's been a really, really busy day. Like, uh... Um, trying to balance everything that had to get done today, yeah. and I did not get everything done today oh, that's <laughs> that needed to get done today. And there's still tonight, but I don't think I'm going to get stuff done tonight either. I have a similar problem, and I somehow got to watch Film Sack between this stuff. Mm. Uh, I think you already did, right? You got it done? I did. I watched it uh, this morning. Yeah. What's, and uh, What's Dante's peak like in the morning? Well, it's whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's a, you know, it's what... It basically it's like all right when you've got TMSPM and you've got um, uh, guess the connection at one and you know everybody's gonna want to go out and do dinner somewhere fancy and you know all that stuff later on it's like all right the only chance I'm gonna have is either watching it tonight or, or like late night or watching it early morning or watch it uh, after breakfast. When you say <laughs> so, you say somewhere fancy tonight. Where are you guys going? Somewhere good. Oh, I mean, well, just, you know, that just as a group, just the people want to get together and go out and. Sure. Yeah, nowhere fancy. Yeah. Just somewhere yeah. nice, somewhere good, somewhere just tasty. Somewhere, somewhere good. Uh, maybe uh, sushi, maybe uh, Mexican, maybe, I don't know. It was, both of those sound like options. They sound really yeah. good. Both of those are options, indeed. I think Kim and I will do something similar, although Kim has a, um, she has her colonoscopy on Monday. As a just a thing, she's not, there's no she's right. not going in there for any That's reason. Right. It's just her doctor says, "Hey, it's time to get one." That's all, mm-hmm. and uh, so she can't have any uh, normal. She can't have any like things she normally likes. Like she likes vegetables, she likes fruit, she likes healthy things, and they're actually mm-hmm. saying don't eat any of that between now and Monday. So <laughs> really, yeah, but she it- has to eat like crap for the next two days. Uh, well, not like crap, but you know, bland foods like rice. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, well, they're bread. like saying, please eat junk food for the next three days before your colonoscopy. Just a fiber-free diet over the gotcha. next few days. Yeah, which yeah. is probably TMI, and I apologize, but she's you know she's on yeah, she's on whatever. the lamb there. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, as a result, I don't know where I'm picking her tonight. I told her I'd take her somewhere. I have to think of something that'll be uh, okay for her to eat without screwing this up. Nice, because she plays by the rules. There you go. By the way, yesterday yeah. uh, was uh, was mystery date. I didn't have this in the show notes. Oh, do Excuse tell. Me, but it was mystery date. And so Tina took me out for, uh, there's a great ramen place um, uh, that is between us and the movie theater. Yeah. And so it was like, all right, we're coming this direction. We're either going to the movie theater or we're going to the Arvada Center, which is like where they have musicals and plays and stuff like that, sure. operas. And right. so I'm like, all right, we're going one of those two places. So first have our ramen, 
and then we continue on in the car uh, to the movie theater. And I do what I did last time, which took me to see Die Hard, the, the anniversary of Die Hard, mm-hmm. um, is that I I look straight down to the ground as we're walking into the theater so I don't see the little LED marquee that shows what's playing right okay. in that theater. All right. So she's like, okay, we're going to the theater four and I don't see anything going. You know, I don't, I don't look, look for anything. And so I just stare at the ground like I'm a blind person walking in to go see a movie or something or <laughs> like a crazy person. Sure. And uh, sit down. Unfortunately, this time they're just they're just showing a bunch of Fathom event ads, right? So it's just like coming up later in Fathom events, it's some kooky opera, the magic flute, and then there's going to be a Studio Ghibli festival, and mm. we're going to show all the Studio Ghibli stuff and mm. blah blah blah. Yeah. And uh, and then the last thing they show before the house lights go down is. Stay tuned after the show for a documentary about Rod Serling. And then I'm like, is this is this Twilight Zone? Are we watching Twilight Zones? And she's like, yep, like five remastered Twilight Zone episodes on the big screen. Oh, that's cool. That, a, I was thinking like a, docu- a movie, but no, it's yeah. uh, episodes. Huh. Oh, we watched. We went to a theater and watched TV, Scott, wow. is what we did. <laughs> That's cool, though. Those are really great. And remastered sounds neat. I'd love to see those. Do you want to guess? Um, this is kind of a fun little quick game. Do you want to guess which five Twilight Zone episodes? Because I was surprised by this. If you would have asked me, I would have gotten three of the five correct. Okay, let me give um, this a shot. I'm going to try. Um, the Shatner one? No, that was what I would have expected. That's okay. like, all right, for sure they're going to have Nightmare at 30,000 feet. Okay, but so no, 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 no monkey on the plane. Let's try this one. Um, uh-huh. The one where everyone's ugly and she's pretty. Ding! Okay. Eye of the Beholder, yes. All right, Eye of the Beholder. Uh, the one where the guy breaks his glasses and can't read all the books in the world. Ding! Enough time, time enough at last. Okay. Yes, Burgess Meredith, the penguin. Come uh, on. The oh, guy. that's right. It is Burgess Meredith. I forgot he was him. Yeah. Um, now, Batman. <laughs> and then... Uh, lesson rock. That's more like the voice I always think of him. Um, all right. Uh, oh, geez. So that's two out of five, two, and I got one wrong. And you got one wrong. All right. Uh, oh, geez. Uh, the yeah. one where the one, kid, the one where the kid uh, is making all the adults do shit. Right. The the one that we watched for film sack. Uh, the remake was Billy Moomy, 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 Booby. Putin, and uh, I can't remember the name of that one, but that one is not one of them. No. It's not one of them. Oh, wow. No. Uh-uh. Okay, how about... Um... I would have been so, I, that, that was one I was expecting as well. I thought, all right, they're going to do all of the ones that we had that, that got remade for... Uh, oh, look at this. Look what's arriving. What would you get? Oh, the shake. Look at that. Is that the smallest size they have? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tristan. Oh, yeah, you didn't buy one for yourself? Well, all right. I would have paid for it. I know. All right, cool. Aww, he's just cool. Doing How nice, is it? Nice sun stuff. Right. Look at that. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's a, as as Tim I'm Blake, on the sug, Scott. Oh, yep, you're on the sug. As Tim Blake Nelson would say in um, uh, freaking no no country for no no brother who brother where art, or, oh brother where art thou oh brother for old men old men. <laughs> as he would say in there, that's a good boy. Boy, that took me a long time to get there, but well it done, did. Tristan. Anyway, uh, so I can't think of any more. All right, I'll just tell you the other ones. To Serve Man. Okay, which one's that? That's the one where where the goofiest looking aliens, and these aliens look, I mean, it's it's Richard Keel as an alien. Okay. You better, you better look up a... Uh, Richard Keel alien. 
Richard Keel, um, uh, Jaws from the James Bond movies. Yeah. Uh, the guy we saw sitting sad at his table in Vegas that one year. Yeah, here I <laughs> remember that. It was yes, sad. I do remember that. Oh, look this- at that! My gosh! <laughs> wow, that's amazing. That head. Yeah, I know, and that, but the the look, it it was just like it was such a crack up. Uh, Holy heck, dude! That's insane. Because there's. There's part of the introduction. So basically, he doesn't talk. He talks through a speaker that is um, is uh, uh, is speaking English, right? So okay. he's got like a translator that connects to his thoughts. So he just stares at the camera with this face. <laughs> there it is. Look that at face, that. Exactly. Look at that chat room. That's amazing. Holy yeah. crap! And uh, and he like stares at the camera like that for a good solid. 30 seconds <laughs> wow that is really All right, so that's great to serve, that's the one where uh he's got a book oh it's to serve man oh they're gonna do great things for us they're gonna be awesome and help us out here and they're loading us all in their spaceship okay they're why are they weighing us oh my god to serve man is a cookbook yeah not that guy look at him don't trust that face wow is that the is that the one that's had slightly cocked to the side yep, and, and he's just looking all like stoned at you with yes. fake beard that's the one I love. Right it looks there. like he's about twelve there too. He looks very young for Richard Kill. I guess he would yeah. have been pretty young, but uh, really young. Yeah. Uh, then another one was uh, uh, the monsters are due on Maple Street, which is one I had not seen before. Surprisingly, okay. This is uh, like a, a a block where they saw light shoot across the sky. They think it's aliens. Um, lights start flickering on and off, and cars start start by themselves. And so they start, like, accusing each other of actually being aliens in disguise. And they, you know, one of them shoots another one. And it just goes, like, cra- like it turns an absolute mayhem. And, in, the uh, end, the aliens- does, in the end, does it turn out there really are no aliens and they've just no, been... No, in the end, it turns out the aliens are sitting up on a hill kind of overlooking this and saying, yep, all we had to do was flicker the lights on and off for a little bit. And this is what is, what's going to happen. <laughs> I love the Twilight Zone. It's great. Totally. And then uh, the Invaders, which is the Agnes Moorhead one where she doesn't speak a word during. Actually, yeah, she doesn't speak a word during the entire thing. She just grunts. She's like a uh, this isolated um, uh, woman living out in the middle of who knows where. Yeah. And these little tiny this little spaceship shows up and these little (laughs) aliens come out of it. And she's like, ah, ah, ah. and she's hitting them with an axe and like kicking them into the fire and she smashes up their spaceship. And as she smashes up the spaceship, you hear the, 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 uh, the alien inside go, this is uh, so-and-so astronaut, so-and-so calling earth. Uh, we've been attacked by some sort of giant humanoid. You figure out, Oh my God, she's the alien. We're the little creatures exploring. And, oh, oh, no, they love doing that. They love switcherooing it on us. Don't they? Totally. Yeah. And then the last one was uh, walking distance where this guy uh, goes and gets, and this is another one I've never seen. I don't even think like I've heard of the monsters are due on Maple street and, and, and the other ones. Yeah. Uh, this one I'd never even heard of, but it's walking distance. Uh, this guy um, uh, leaves his car at a shop. He just had to get out of New York. He's an overworked ad man and he's just all, all stressed out and stuff. So he drives out into the country, gets his car, lubed up in oil changes says, oh i uh, used to live in that town by there is can i get there he's like yeah it's only a mile and a half it's totally walking distance mm-hmm. and then um 
he walks there and he's like, oh, I used to be, I used to come to this ice cream shop. Let me get an ice cream, uh, a, a chocolate soda. Man, these things used to cost 10 cents. And the guy says, yeah, they cost 10 cents. And so he buys He's like, oh, that's weird. And then he goes to another place and says, oh, the Calliope. I thought they tore that thing down. And what do you mean? This brand new thing? And he said, yeah, I carved my name in that post right over there. And there's him as a little kid carving his name in that post. And it's only uh, after that, and he chases the kid back to his house and sees his parents who've passed away probably, yeah. that he realizes, oh, I've traveled back in time mm. <laughs> after wow. 20 minutes of all this stuff. That's, uh, he, took, he was a slow learner, but he got there. He was a very slow learner. Was that, uh, is that Opie, the kid? Looks like Opie. Opie's the kid, yeah. Uh, yeah. Little Ronnie Howard. Ron Howard, Ron, yeah. uh, He's not the one. He's not the guy as a kid, but he's the first person that he comes in contact uh, content contact with. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you mean, Mister? The old Sloan House? That's oh, a- you guys still call it the Sloan House? We moved out of there a long time ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, my name's Matthew Sloan. I know Matthew Sloan. You're no Matthew Sloan. <laughs> uh, part of what great made that great show great was the the overacting by everybody. Totally, yeah. Because it was just such a time for that sort of thing. That's amazing. I want to see. I want to see all these. That sounds great. Yeah, it, was, it was so good. So Tina's. I feel like she's done all the recent ones. What was the last one you did? Where you picked? What'd you pick? Um, I did two. So she was uh, crazy busy in September. So I took over. I had August. I took over September. Mm. Um, and then she did October and November. So yeah, she did last month where we went to the coffin races. Oh, right. That's right. And the last one I did was... Is that the Red Rock deal? Concert thing? No, that was, um... That was earlier. Yeah, that was like in May or April or something. The Prince concert at Red Rocks. Um... <laughs> Man, time flies. Totally does. Yeah, I can't remember what the... Feels like what the ones were this ago. last summer. Huh. Well, I, I, uh, I, I, her, she has a touch for this. I think it's great. Yes. Well, the good news is we take off, uh, uh, we take December off because of all the stuff that's going on in December and then it's back to me in January. So I've got a little over a month to figure out what I'm going to do in January. Nice. It'll all work out great. I'm sure. It totally will. Yes. All right. Before we pull Dan and we got a couple of quick things. Uh-huh. Number one. I was, at a, uh, I was at the University of Utah yesterday, again, teaching Corinne's class, talking about content creation around video games. It was great. There was like 200 kids in there. Uh, they were all awesome, very excited, very energetic. I, I, I think the next generation of people like us are, have got it going on. They're cool. And uh, they're all sitting there, and as the thing went on, there were a lot of laughs. I was trying to be Mr. Funny Scott, you know, of trying, course. To, trying to make the kids happy. And... Uh, we're, we're there we're there for like an hour and a half or something just talking Corinne's asking questions I'm answering and then people from the audience would ask questions all through of this thing there was a secret class farter <laughs> somebody was back there in the rear going like oh, fart, nice. cracking them Great. off every five minutes or so and not taking credit for it and it wasn't like a buzzer thing or a noisemaker because it was different every time it was like a little and like people would laugh at him over there I just ignored it, pretend like I wasn't noticing. I don't think Corinne even yeah. noticed. But over here on the right, every five minutes, someone's cracking one off. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It didn't get all reeky in there, so that's good. But So how did you know? Did, like there were people, because you weren't in the back. So you no, must have been told afterwards that there was somebody back there farting. I heard the farting, but I oh. couldn't, but I couldn't oh, okay. see. So it wasn't just uh, I couldn't see gotcha. who was doing it. And I saw some people giggling, but they weren't. 
they were giggling autonomously, almost like they didn't know where it was coming from either. You could hear it all the way in the front. Oh yeah, it was like a it was like a little amphitheater style like classroom yeah. thing. Yeah. So it's super ramped up, and everybody's oh, yeah. sitting right up here, looking right at you, and it's all very close quarters. But uh, somebody just kept going. <laughs> I was like, "All right, freaking go outside, let it rip, and then come back." Exactly. <laughs> that's, anyway, that's awesome. Secret Great. farter in the class. It was a real good time. Ah, ah. Oh, I almost forgot. Here's the other important thing. Here's our theme yeah. for it. <laughs> that's not a good one. But anyway, we're giving away something today. Greg, Woo! Greg for Walkman from Boston. Uh, was nice enough to offer up something very cool, and uh, he did that in our. Or we decided to go ahead and do it in our Discord uh, channel, and uh, had people sign up for this contest by putting in the word "Pax." Well, what was he giving away? A four-day Pax pass to Pax East, that's in Boston, uh, for four days. That's like the expensive one, like the one wow. that is hard to also get. So he got this thing and was generous enough to say, hey, wouldn't this be cool if you gave it away to somebody in the in the community? I said, absolutely. So we have a winner, and I want to announce that winner with a way better theme. Uh, let's see. How about this one? Our winner is Viral Master. Viral Master in the chat. I pulled him completely randomly. Uh, viral Master. I don't That's, know if he's in the uh... chat room tonight, but he's definitely going to hear about it in the Discord. Uh, viral so cool. Master. Master of Viruses is what we would do. Dude, that is awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Isn't that great? So That's I'm going to really say, great. I'm going to do yeah. it right now and say, congrats goes to Viral Master. Now, what if he can't make it? Uh, if he can't make it, well, he, he, you, you only could, the way the contest worked is you had to enter. To oh, get oh, it. oh, okay. So it wasn't just you didn't just pull somebody at random from our current list of viewers. No, no, no. It was like purely like if you didn't post it, that meant you're not in the running. So you had to have wanted to go in order to enter. So it's still possible gotcha. he's just funning around. That's possible. Hopefully he can go. If he can't, we'll just pull another random name. But as it stands right now, Viral Master, you're the guy. You're the one. Congratulations. And thanks so again cool. goes to our good buddy, uh, Greg from Walkman. Greg, Greg for Greg, Walkman. Walkman. Because remember, me. you have to thank Greg for Walkman. Yeah, Greg for Walkman from Boston. That's what I meant to say. So there's <laughs> that. And congratulations on that. All right. Finally, I hear yes. through a little tiny bird that uh, ANTP, that's America's Next Top Podcaster, might be having its own little Patreon soon. Mm. They are. Yes. We just launched it uh, uh, today. And uh, so we're, we've got some good stuff going on with it. Uh, first 75 people who sign up get a lanyard, the lanyards that we had for our first season contestants. Um, so make sure you go check it out. But we're going to have some really cool content, not just the shows, and you get all this bonus stuff like Hammond's been saving all this blooper audio and all this additional audio from coaching sessions and things like that. Um, we're actually going to have extra bonus show content that's just for patrons that uh, you're going to want to experience. So make sure you go uh, patreon.com slash top podcaster, patreon.com slash top podcaster. And um, that's a good get that name. Nice job. It is. Yeah. Now, well, before you do that, it, go do Patreon for TMS, but then oh, go you, over right, there. That's right. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Cause you don't get this show that we're telling you about <laughs> the other Patreon. You don't get this show. Unless you support a uh, TMS's Patreon, so right. Patreon.com slash TMS, and don't pull any money out of TMS's Patreon no. to go put it in that one. That's right. That's that's, that's gravy over there. This is the meat. 
Right, but man, remember how good meat is with gravy on it. So go put get some gravy. Sorry, I didn't even think I didn't even think about the fact that I'm like you know promoting this on a show that we you know we need the we need the Patreon love here. Oh, you know we do this show every day for hours a day, and sometimes we forget all things. But the bottom line is that's very exciting. Sounds like a great way to to uh, get some revenue on that show and uh, go check it out, you guys. Top podcast on Patreon. Excellent. All right, Dan, Dan, the tabletop man. Okay, I am doing this different today, so let's see if this works. Okay. Uh, oh, will work. I be able to? I'll be able to see him, won't I? Yes, in theory you should, which is what I'm trying to do. But basically, it's a long story. Basically, oh, that, uh, apparently, apparently. Okay, I'm trying to add a person, and it okay. doesn't doesn't want to let me add a person. Why? <sighs> if you hit the little plus body person up there in your corner, does it do anything for you? Oh, yeah, the little plus body? Yeah. That, yes, I can add people to a call. Okay, for some reason it won't. It must be a one-off weird buggy thing. Or maybe I have to hit OK here. Hold on a second. Do you think okay. I can add? Do you want me to try adding Dan Patrice from my side? Oh, now it works. Never mind, it works. I got it to work. It's uh, it's working now. I think I know what I okay, did. Okay, good. Okay, good. Okay, so we're going to try that, and then we're going to bring him in here. Oh, and I didn't hear, you didn't hear a bloop, 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 did you? You didn't hear any of no, that? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, no, that's good. This is a good sign. Look at that! I see him, and I can see him too. Okay, now I play. He's got his windows closed, so it's a good thing because I wouldn't be able to see him otherwise. Because I have a camera stationed in a white van across the street from him, so I'm (laughs) glad we've got the Skype set up this way. So now there's. I knew I saw. I saw. I saw a new Wi-Fi that said uh, Brian's secret van. I I was going to try to attack. You know, attach to that. Somebody posted on Twitter. an SS idea, a Wi-Fi signal name that I'm totally going to steal at some point. That's pretty fly for a Wi-Fi. Oh, nice! <laughs> I feel like I've seen that as well. I wonder how common that one is. I think or you about, might have seen the same tweet that I saw. No, no, no. I mean, I saw one while I was like on my phone out somewhere. Oh, and somebody oh. had it running like locally. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. yeah then, then uh, maybe more common that, than we think. Maybe. Yeah, do it anyway. It's still good. A good joke's sure, a good I'm, joke. Exactly. It's been a while. Hey guys, I'm. Uh, nice to meet you. Oh, here's it's this. Be while. careful. <laughs> May cause drowsiness. There, I had to do your theme. It has been a while, Dan. What's going on? How come you've been okay. so uh, hard to find? Not really. You've just been busy and gone and stuff. It's all well, good. I was in, a, we were literally out of town at hockey tournaments for three out of four weekends, and then my charity event was last weekend. Oh, yeah. How'd so, that go? How, how'd things uh, roll for you there? It uh, it went really well. Uh, we I think we raised, you know, I don't have the official numbers, but right now early numbers are about $16,000 we raised Jeez. for Turner Syndrome Society of the United States and Carolina. So that's... Uh, it's a, it's a successful event, so uh, I was real proud of it. And it, it's interesting. So, uh, Scott, you look uh, – I could tell already that your diet's working. I know. I've lose, so, I'm, on, I'm losing weight in the face. It's a it's – a, uh, and, of course, Brian, you look better and better every day, my friend. Oh, shut up. Ah, great. Thank you. I'll celebrate with a drink of milkshake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I no, drink my, it up. My kids said so the same I, thing. It, They're like, Dad, you look skinnier. I'm like, okay, cool. I, all that time I said I looked fat, and you all said, no, you don't. You actually did think I looked fat is what I told them because now they're well, saying, you oh, just, you've lost weight, Dad. Well, it's such a – you feel so bad about a backhanded compliment by saying, oh, you look good. <laughs> what is it like? You know, look like crap before? <laughs> right. Well, no, you got to take it as, wow, you know, I didn't think you were fat before, but now that I've seen you lose weight, I guess you did have a couple pounds you could lose. There That's the go. way to say it. That's so it's how you like, do it. It's like yep. The, yeah. Yep. So there was a buddy of ours, uh, Eric Handler. Uh, I made sure he was in the uh, the chat today. Mm. He comes down every year from Minnesota. He's a buddy of ours from gaming. He lost a hundred pounds. Whoa! Wow! Not, no joke. And I wanted to tell you guys the two things that he was using for about a year. Okay. Uh, he was using an app called 
Nutritionix, Nutrition IX or Nutritionix. Okay. It's a calorie counter and a weight and exercise tracker. Okay. And there's also on your uh, the Apple Watch. There's an act. Um, sorry, the Activity app for the iPhone and Apple Watch. Mm -hmm. So the only weird thing about everything was that every now and then during the the 24 hour marathon, you know, Handler would get up and he'd just start. <laughs> just, he's just running, running place. in place. Yeah, so that's great. It, it's really weird to see like some dude like across the room. He's playing a board game, but then he's jogging in place. But hey, it it apparently works. If it works. Yeah, so, absolutely. Who's yeah? Not gonna argue with that. Hundred pounds. I've heard that before. I could, you know what? I could lose a hundred pounds if if I could have my butt amputated. There you go. That would take care of it right there. Just amputate your butt. I'm trying to think what that would look like. If you amputated your butt, what would that look like for you? It would be great. I could I could sit on uh, flat surfaces comfortably for long periods of time. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but your milkshake would no longer bring the boys to the yard. Yeah, uh, that's true. It's true. I mean, that's honestly. all right. Your, yours could be better than mine. That's right. <laughs> it could be better than mine. <laughs> you could teach me, but you'd have to charge. But me. you'd have to charge. Sorry, while you guys were talking, I was switching your videos around, and now I think I got it working. Anyway, okay, cool. uh, so every year I lose my voice. It's just about back now, too. So thank okay. God. I've got timing. Yeah. How are you doing? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, nice and low. <laughs> so, Dan, I've got to thank you. Uh, after the last time you were on, uh, you had recommended Horrified. Ooh. We bought that. We played it. Um, we didn't play it on Halloween, but we've been playing it since Halloween and loving it. Totally loving it. It's so great, good, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And we've only done, let's see, we've done uh, Wolfman, Dracula. Uh, Wolfman has nards, by the way. Wolfman, Dracula. <laughs> Shut up. What? Wait, stop. You can't just jump over that. Wolfman has nards. Oh, come on now. Oh, really? Scott. Oh, you Scott. gotta know that. I didn't oh. know Wolfman had, what, like visible nards? Oh, it's a quote. Chat room, help him. I don't help. know what this is. Wolfman has nards? What is it? <laughs> what? Monster Squad. It's we Monster watched Squad. it for film, film Sack. You probably even have Wolfman's got nards in the, uh, on your, on your, uh, soundboard. Soundboard, yeah. We haven't seen, we haven't seen that for film sack. We've totally seen Monster Squad. Oh my gosh! All right, Hold continue. Have we seen? Continue okay, praising yeah. that, and I'm going to look it up because I don't remember this at all. Wouldn't you think Monster Squad would make a great like theming for uh, Horrified? Uh, yes. Yeah. Like, uh, film sack 266. By the way, film sack 266. Oh, you're right. When was this? October of 2015. I don't remember oh, that at Halloween all. Halloween 2015, yeah. No member of this. Okay, well, I maybe... I'd, okay, sorry. Keep complimenting the game. I'm going to find anyway. another thing. <laughs> uh, we, we did Invisible Man. But anyway, yeah, it's such a great it's such a great uh, game. And I would love to see what they do for expansions. Like, oh, they my do some gosh, brilliant. we have a file. Sorry. All right, I'm going to play the file. <laughs> I, this is... This is my, half of my brain is dead. Hold on, we're going to play it. Wolfman's got nards. I don't remember that at all. And I captured it. It's as like it's as common as the "You're killing me" smalls from Sandlot. When you talk about Wolfman, you know, fifty percent of people will say Wolfman has nards. I don't yep. remember this at all. Oh my gosh, that makes me feel stupid. All right, anyway, sorry. I cut. I'm now done cutting you off. Go. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. Anyway, uh, just loving that game. So great recommendation. Thank you much for for suggesting that. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, uh, Scott, you would absolutely love this game too. It's just so good for your family, and you know, it's just so good for family and light play. Uh, you know, it's just very, it's a very chill game. Would you say, Brian, very chill? It is. And boy, you, um, you don't realize how important, uh, the component of working together is, you know, it's a cooperative game, right? You're thinking, all right, mm -hmm. it's a cooperative game. Totally get that. Yeah. But then you start figuring out, oh, the only way that we can win this is if 
I teleport over to you, give you my codes or my my items. You go into the crypt, kill Dracula, and then <laughs> then, then you got to try to teleport somewhere else. Then so, you got to teleport yeah. somewhere else. Like you really have to think several uh, steps ahead. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this too, Brian. Yeah. Now, yeah, um, yeah. how many different players? And have you like knowing that that there's a plan in place? Yes. Have you seen an alpha player problem with it, or do you think? It sorts itself out in the game. Do you know what the alpha player problem is? I never heard what, of that. Like me, basically saying, <laughs> yeah. "All right, Joe, you're going to do this. Frank, you're going to do this. Da da da, you're going to do this. That, that yes. I, be, I become alpha player. Well, I didn't uh, know if you actually if you actually did that or if you were just using that as an example. But yeah, I'm, I'm the alpha player problem is is what <laughs> is what I'm saying. No, uh, there. I don't think there's no because we've seen Tina do that. We've seen Tristan do that. So no, it's uh, everyone throws in a here's the best way to do this kind of thing Mm. Um, and figure out suggestions of how we can use our cards and use our abilities to, to, to win the game. But is that, is that, so is that a thing with some of these cooperative games? Yeah. So you have to really watch, especially it's, especially with games where all the information is there. Like the thing about horrified is that basically all the cards are face up and everything's face up. So you could probably pretty much that alpha player can plan everything. Things like pandemic, you still get the alpha player and sometimes in things like Descent, where it's co-op, you can get, and there's just horror stories of just alpha players just being such a jerk to everybody yeah. at the table. You just don't want, that's why it's, I mean, when you're playing with everyone that's friends, that's fine. But when you're at a convention game or something like that, man, alpha players can really ruin everything. So hopefully, that, it, and it's actually a design thing that designers have to think about. Like, hmm. how do I rule out or how do I make that there is no yeah. yeah so i mean probably keeping those perk cards face down or, or like you know uh invisible to all the other players except for the player who holds it maybe would be the way you know if you're really worried about an right. alpha player and this sort of thing and but and, and there's a good yeah. so there's a good side to it too where you have uh if you're playing with your family or maybe you have younger kids and you want them to play because it's a pretty cool theme for it and it's pretty light you could be right. like you know they could be like oh i want to move over here well, how about maybe you go over here and pick up this nice little axe? <laughs> yes. Okay. Right. Now, do you see that to clo- to uh, defeat Dracula, we have to destroy all of his coffins? Uh, what do you see in that space right there? <laughs> yep. That's interesting. But, I mean, alpha like players that. are... Oh, that, game is, that game is a blast. Alpha yeah. players are hard yeah, on you know, everything, there's right? There's probably an alpha problem with... Uh, with escape rooms too. Now that I think about it, you gotta worry about some schmuck who comes in. That's the thing with everything. You start working on that puzzle. I'm gonna be over here working on this one. No, you can't help me. You go over there. But isn't that a thing with everything? Everything's like that. Everything's got an alpha player problem. Video games, that your kids at the, the park or at the freaking playground. But it's it's more amplified. It's amplified when you've got a cooperative thing as opposed to like video game. you know, when, when it's competitive, there's no oh. nobody telling you what to do because yeah. you want to kill them anyway. Right. In video games, we call that a tetsemi. Ah. <laughs> he is pretty alpha. He He's our raid to. leader. Oh. <laughs> nice. Raid leaders kind of need that because they don't know what they have to do. We totally, we totally yes, totally do, yes. Uh, that's a reference <laughs> hey, so speaking of raid leader. <laughs> yes. You guys know uh, there was a pretty big con out in uh, Anaheim a couple weeks ago. There was. A oh, yes, I so, Yeah. I watched it on TV. Mm-hmm. So there's uh, there's been some reports about an, uh, a board game that was kind of announced. And it wasn't a whole lot of information, but it's more like a re-implementation or a reskinning of an older game, which is a really good old game. I have the box right here for everybody. So wait a minute. An old game called Small World. So they're doing Small World of Worldcraft. What? 
which yep. oh really i didn't yep. see anything about this yeah thing. so it was kind of like in i don't know where the display case was but apparently there was a display case somewhere and it was kind of like coming soon hey look for this and the pictures are kind of in that uh thing i put on vgg yeah. i sent it to you guys yeah. now there's good and bad things about this now this is an interesting thing this is kind of i don't want to call it a character study it's more of a societal study now early things on vgg man, people are absolutely railing against the game and I don't know if it's because of the whole Blizz thing, um, you know, people are kind of sure. anti-Blizz right now, so everybody's like, anti-everything well, we Blizz. Yeah. Right. So we don't really need this. Why do, Why are they coming out? I'm like, dude, who gives a crap? This looks mm-hmm. awesome. You know, reskinning, everything. It's already one of the best games made in, you know, ever. Uh, and if anybody out there wants to, never heard of Small World, you can actually download an app uh, for your iPhone. And no, that's sorry, an iPhone. I think it's iPad only. Uh, you, and probably, I think it might even be on Steam. It's Small World 2 is the app you want to download. It's very cheap. I think it's only like $3.99, and you can play against the AI. Great tutorial on it. It's a really, really good game. You really should check it out. But basically what they're going to do is reskinning this with World of Warcraft, kind of races and things like that. And you're what you're doing during the game, played over, I think it's like 10 rounds or so, uh, you're playing it, and you, you kind of get a race and a, a power combo. At the beginning of the game, there's a bunch of races that are dealt out on one on the left side, and a bunch of co- uh, powers and things like that that are on the right side, like a trait. And they're randomly associated. So when they go together, they tell you how many pieces you get of that race and then how basically how you're going to score your or your special powers associated with it. And then you kind of go and you kind of put your guys out there. You're scoring some points, getting some extra points. And then when people are taking you over, you'll lose some guys here and there, but you regain some. But at a certain point in the game, you have to go in decline. So you basically flip over everything and then you have to get a new racing class combo. So, which is pretty cool. So you can't get really married to just one because there's a time where everybody over, you know, over the course of man, there's our societies go in decline. So you have to know when to fold them and then go get a new race in class. So the where the World of Warcraft come in is because there's a ton of race, good races that they can have. And I don't know what they're going to do as far as the powers, whether they're going to be classes that are going to give you special powers or what. But because there's not a whole lot of info yet. And I'm hoping that maybe they introduce something to the game because the game is like, Probably ten years old. I can't remember how old Small World is. Every every comic book store you go to, any video or uh, board game store you go to, there's a thousand of those, and you see them. I feel like yeah. I've seen them for twenty years. I've obviously, seen that logo that forever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here's the funny thing. You must have recommended this before, yep. because I apparently downloaded this game. Uh, I wish I could see when I downloaded it. Did it oh, it's been a while. Did yeah, phone thing? but I have not <laughs> launched it. Like, not even launched it. Wow. Downloaded it. I didn't realize the iOS thing even existed until you reminded us today. I forgot that was even a thing. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Now, let me yeah, ask you this. Really, do you, really do you think the negative uh, flackback is also just due to, uh, even though this is, a common, this is a common thing to do in board games, so I don't know why people would freak oh. out, but they're mad because they're tying the, they're, they're basically just skinning oh, the, the I, game? Oh, the re-skinning and IP? No, I yeah. don't think that's it. I think it's just, I think everybody just wants to pile on, and I, and I would probably say, now this is just me being me, I would say that probably 65 to 70 percent of those people that are complaining about it will be the first people online to buy it. Yeah, it's always so no matter that, how right? much they want to save face in the public sure. when they're on BGD, they're like, "Oh, I gotta get it, gotta get it, gotta no, get it." That's true of all Blizzard people. The louder they get, the more I know they're gonna buy it when it comes out. That's pretty much the deal. Uh, so and so we don't. And in the fact that we don't know too many details, part of those details we have no idea when that's coming out, right? No, and so this is what's interesting too about Blizz. So you know. As we know, Blizz likes to release things when they're ready. So, and they have to have final say on pretty much everything, even board game stuff, obviously. Even with IPs, they usually like to get the final thing because uh, I've known of at least 
I think there was two games that I've heard of, one of which I know for a fact that I've heard from some inside sources that there was a really cool deck building game that was done. They sent it to Blizz. This company A sent it to Blizzard, and they were just waiting for the final, yes, it's good to go. And it basically is, uh, you know, vaporware and never to be seen again. Mm-hmm. And that probably would have been a really cool game. Granted, it's been uh, like five or six years since I've heard this story, but it would have been great to have seen that. So hopefully, since it's Asmodee, and the other company I was talking about is a little smaller company. Asmodee is obviously a juggernaut. Asmodee and Days of Wonder, uh, they're a juggernaut. So probably this one will be probably a little quicker. I'm hoping that maybe we see it by, uh, you know, Origins or Gen- maybe Gen Con of next year. But again, it's it's ready when Blizz says it's ready. And, uh, you know, you would hope that it wouldn't be that hard since it's mostly reskinning. But I'm going to I'm going to see if I can get some connections over there at Asmodee and see what I can do to find us some more information. Uh, That'd be great. Maybe they chose them because Asmodee sounds like Asmodan and that's a character in the Blizzard IPs. So that's cool. Right. Yeah, that was my wrestling name in high school. Oh, Asmodam, was it? Did you have two yep. giant nipple rings? And uh, I was a lot fatter back then too. Okay. You were the. They knew <laughs> the you as the, the. You were the primeval of sin. That's how they were, right. knew you. Okay. I didn't have to move at all. I just stood there. Oh, that's very nice. Uh, well, that's cool. I'm looking forward to seeing whatever the hell that is, if it uh, is any good or not, because you never yeah, know. Yeah, I, mean, I think you would uh, you would appreciate this one too, because it's uh, the the game itself. Small World is pretty light, and mm-hmm. I think that the reskinning would would bring a lot. You know, a lot of these companies are trying to get other people. Like, remember back, Lords of Waterdeep got a lot of the role players into the board gaming. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe the Small World of Warcraft can get a lot of the computer. You know, they're always trying to get the the crossover game, get the video gamers in. You know, get all those World of Warcraft people into board gaming. Sure. What are you uh, What are you playing these days? Like, if I was to go to your house this weekend, what what game are you pulling out and going for? Oh, Lord. Uh, so there's a million. I do have – I actually have another quick iOS for you that I kind of mentioned, but it's it's one that I, that I downloaded is really good. Okay. Um, Seven Wonders Duel. I mentioned okay. that it was coming out a while ago. I did download it and tried it. So Seven Wonders Duel, it's a two-player – it's basically the two-player version of Seven Wonders. And I think you guys would really dig this. And if you do, let me know so we can we can play each other. It's a really cool two-player. Plays very very quick. You play a game uh, probably in five or ten minutes. I think it's only like three ninety nine something like that. Uh, but it's a very it's a very good implementation. Seven wonders. Four ninety nine. Looking at it right now. I like I like games that are just a price. I like those. Oh yeah, look at this. Oh yeah. Didn't you tell us about this uh, when it was a board game? Right. I remember seeing this artwork and saying this artwork is gorgeous. And the game itself oh, plays very, very well. You don't have to know a lot. There's a really good tutorial in there as well. And they're getting to, they're going to put async in there. It's not async yet. I think it's only live oh, okay. with two players. But there is solo. I played a ton I of games I do solo. like async. I like async a lot. Brian and I used to play a lot of async games because I could make a move, and he could be busy, and then he could check in an hour later and then make his move, and then I could find it later. And, like, you weren't – you didn't have to be there live with each other. Which That's I guess, my absolute favorite way to play apps. Yeah, I like so, that a lot. It's great. Uh, let's see, four ninety nine. Cool. Boy, I wish there there aren't a lot of ratings on this. It sounds like this hasn't the word hasn't gotten out. Put this in Apple Arcade. Come on, <laughs> so that we can have access to it for what we're already paying for. Yeah. Well, four ninety nine by itself, or four, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's a good point. So, Brian, that means you would have spent ten bucks on games this month if all you did was buy this plus a month of <laughs> Apple Arcade. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yes. If if that was the only thing that that I was spent all you money. spent money on. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm I'd forgotten this is even a thing. I'm gonna have to check this out. So board game wise, uh, I do have an interesting one for you here. Okay. Now, uh, this is kind of you know at first glance, this kind of looks like a dry soulless euro. But since we're already talking about drafting, I figured I'd talk about this one. Hadara 
is a fairly newer game. This is a Benjamin Schwer. His other game, Crown of Amara, is actually a Dry Souls Euro, but it's amazing and it's kind of it's pretty pretty heavy. Not something you'd want to get into, Scott. Uh, Crown of Amara, but this one it actually kind of has that same look too, where it looks like it would be a lot heavier, but it's really just drafting, where you're kind of drafting into a tableau. You're drafting people. There's five different colors, and each round you're going to grab two cards. You know, depending on, uh, you know, everybody has a little symbol that's going to be t- uh, associated with one of the colors. Yeah. You're going to grab two cards. You're going to look at one. You're going to discard one, and you're going to either buy one or discard it for money, kind of like you do in Seven Wonders where you can kind of throw a card away for money. And then when you discard it, you'll, uh, you know, again, you could uh, you put the discard pile goes back onto the table. And if you buy it, it goes in front of you in the tableau. And then it will probably either give you a special power or it'll increase one of your four different colors, which can be uh, for money or, uh, you know, uh, f- fields for uh, feeding your people. Mm. Or another thing where two other things where you can, uh, there's military and there's also uh, this prestige where you can do something else without getting into that. Anyway, so you're doing that for a whole round. And then the next round, each person in turn order, you'll pick one of the colors that's in that discard pile. Mm. This is phase B. You're in a discard pile. You just pick a card. You either throw it out because so you can hate draft there. So if you don't want somebody else to have the card, you can hate draft and throw it away. Or you can grab a card and buy it for yourself. Is that what's <laughs> called? It's called hate drafting? Hey, oh, yeah. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> wow. So you're basically doing that for over three different epochs. So, you know, there's two halves. And you're just playing it, and you're just kind of increasing your stuff, making some victory points, and you're all set. It really only takes about 45 minutes, and it makes a game that looks like it's supposed to be a lot heavier into a nice little light, chill drafting game. I really, really like this one. Okay. Uh, it's called Hadara. Hadara. Hadara, okay. All right. Sounds like something Brian would name his cat, doesn't it? <laughs> just a little bit why is that the name of a space hooker scott yes i only name my cats after space hookers that's true <laughs> there's only the one that we even know of <laughs> uh well this is great all this stuff's always great dan uh you uh thankfully do other stuff like podcasts and things where people can even learn more and like uh see what what's going on that's even more yep. than waiting once a week for us or whatever once a month in, in the case of the last couple months so dan tell <laughs> us where they can go what they can do and how to get it so you can find me on the Geek All Stars podcast. I'll be doing a, a, a pretty much a review of the 24-hour board game marathon, where we'll talk about a lot of the games that were played and a lot of things that happened there. That'll be recording that this week because it's been a little bit tough to get a new show of the Geek All Stars. So we'll have that one this week. I also do uh, on a major spoilers network. I do a top five Express board games edition, where the next one that'll be coming up is I'm going to talk about all the top five games, the top five hotness from Essen. And I also do a uh, the, the on the Munchkin Land podcast on a major sports. I do the Munchkin Minute, which is a biweekly news show. So I'll have a lot of news from the last couple of weeks, and of course I'll throw in a little more two cents about the uh, uh, small world of Warcraft will be on there as well, where I also give a little bit of app news and also some Kickstarters to check out. And of course, hanging out with you guys is the highlight of my. Oh, uh, for us too, man. We've missed you. We yeah. also like it. Uh, you know, let me know when we come out with Small World of Warcraft Classic. That's what I'm going to get on board. <laughs> <laughs> Everything takes a lot longer, and uh, yeah, you don't want to <laughs> all kinds of problems there. It doesn't come with a box. You have to keep everything in your pockets. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> including your arrows if you're a hunter. It's real rough. That's right. And people, exactly. are, people are looking for a lot of cards that should be in there, but no, apparently the, the developer said, no, that's, <laughs> that's as right. intended. Yeah, yeah that's no, as no intended. Cards. That's how it's supposed to be. Dan, You can Dan. only play it on a table that's 10 years old. There you, know? you go. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, it's Dan, dude. Have a fantastic one, and uh, we'll, see later. Yeah, we'll see you later. Right now, I gotta fix Brian's position again. There you go. Fix my position. Well, Where do position I stand, I Scott? What is my position? You, you, you're sitting currently. So uh, yeah, your position, correct. your current standing position, does not exist. We do not recognize right. it here. That's 
Wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Seemed harsher than it than I meant yeah. it, but all right. Yeah, damn. All I don't, right. I don't know where well, that came from. Jeez. Check this out. And you can always follow me on Twitter. Got time for a couple of quick Twitter questions. These were yeah, submitted cool. to the show via the Ask TMS hashtag. There aren't many because I forgot to ask for new ones, but here's one from Thomas Chambers. Uh, okay. It says this. I uh, was wondering what you'd say about this. I started listening to a new podcast and they asked for a review. I like the makers of this podcast, so do I leave an honest review or a glowing one? So the idea being, maybe he didn't like oh. the show so much, but he loves who made it, so do they want to just throw unconditional support at them because they really like the people who made it, or are they right. honest about the show itself? I lean toward um, honesty about the show itself. That's what I would say. I do too, but follow-up follow question, uh, is he talking about us? Like, is he talking about some other show that we're doing? <laughs> I don't know. He very well could be. He likes us on TMS. He doesn't like us over on FilmSack, and I'm going to leave a crap review about FilmSack. It's entirely possible, but I'll bet it's not us. If it is us, even if it is us, I'd still say just be honest. I'd rather have honest feedback than... Maybe he likes us on FilmSack and he likes us on TMS. I I just don't like yes men or what's the word? Sick... Sycophants, sycophants. I don't like sycophants. sycophancy. Yeah, no. Sycophancy. There you go. Unless your name is Wormtongue, and then uh, then it's fine. Then it's basically on your job description. Then it's okay. Uh, yes. But yeah, I, 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 if you're gonna do it, I would say be as honest as you can, even if yeah, it is us. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, here's here's my rule of thumb. Okay. If if you really love a podcast, uh, post a review about it and tell people how much you love that podcast. If there's something about a podcast that you don't like. But you like you like aspects of it, but maybe there's a couple things about it you don't like. Just reach out to the hosts. You know, it's like it's it's kind of the same thing as a, a crap Yelp review. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, all you have to do is just let the sushi place know that you uh, that the California roll was a little substandard. You could have used a you know a little bit bigger piece of of salmon sashimi next to it on your plate. Uh, let them know, but don't do a, a scathing Yelp review that says this place should be condemned. Mm-hmm. The salmon i received was postage stamp size and yeah <laughs> that's a little tiny roll postage yeah. stamp i'd be it mad is. too I, yeah. yeah yeah so do it with kindness and say man yeah, i love so, these hosts but i'm not sure this show's for me yet or something like that right yeah or, or just reach out to them and say hey you know have you ever considered doing this kind of thing with your show or 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 changing this other thing uh, rather than leaving a bad review just you know reach out to the host and say and then you know if you if you don't feel like you're getting anywhere with the host, then yeah, leave a leave a bad review that says, "Oh, I really like these guys, but boy, mm-hmm. do they if they miss the mark with this show." Yep, there it is. All right, how about this one? This is for, uh, or sorry, from Nikki, who says, uh, "I wanted to start a podcast where I record the badass stories grandparents have to tell about killing Nazis or shooting tigers in the face and stuff." Does this well, already exist? Uh, I'm gonna say. Maybe yes. I mean every podcast. Every, every podcast idea you can think of has already been turned into a podcast. Yeah. Also, I mean, there are plenty of shows where one of the episodes is they interviewed some World War II guy and right. talked however, about this very thing. So, however, that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. You should absolutely do it because if if you looked at the other World of Warcraft podcasts and said, "Oh, there's already World of Warcraft podcasts, and they're not great, but..." But they already exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we wouldn't have all the great stuff that we have in Frog Pants. So, uh, so you should absolutely do it and do it better. Figure out what they're doing wrong and or don't. Just do your own. I'm in full agreement of that assessment. Yeah. Well said. Well done. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. 
Uh, thanks for your questions. Oh, that's it? <laughs> yeah. We, we're out of them. Oh. They didn't, nobody sent us any new ones. But again, I usually ask the day of and I forgot today. So yeah. it's kind of my bad. But uh, don't worry, everybody. We'll be back with more of these uh, real soon. For some reason, Chrome is farting out on me. Why? Okay, let's just see if we can fix that. I guess All right. That just means I've got more time to play Pokemon Shield, Scott. Oh, today's the big day, is it? It's the big day. And. Oh, he's taking the plastic wrap off. What? That means you're going to yeah. play it. That means I'm going to lick the chip. Holy, that means I'm going to play it. Holy shite. All right, well, whoever had yeah. Brian for opening the package before TMSPM was even over, well done on your, your uh, fantasy football sheet or whatever. There you go. Oh, I was going to say. Right, uh, my Switch putting it right there, too. Today's a little nutty because that came out, and so did that new Star Wars game. It's a crazy day for games, everybody. And episode two of The Mandalorian came out. I might have to go get that Star Wars yeah, game. I'm you and me both. Things. Yeah. I am going to watch Mandalorian tonight, though. So that'll be good. I've already seen the first episode, but I'm going to watch both of them again. The first one over again, and oh, then the really? second one together oh, with the kids. You. Yeah, we're going to do it with the kids tonight. They're all mad at me because I, I watched it without them. So. Me. They're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> all right. They're all, they're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> you got to have that on the handy, and you yeah. did. Well done. All right. Uh, big thanks to everybody who helped us uh, today. Uh, big thanks to Greg for Walkman for uh, for helping us out with that prize. That was awesome. Super cool of him to do that. I'll be sending information to both of those guys soon. And to Dan, of course, for stopping by and all you guys for hanging out with us this afternoon. If you want to know why we even do a fifth episode of the week, you should go check our Patreon at patreon.com slash TMS. It is the reason we do. So go take advantage of horrible planning and support us. We would love it. Also, frogpants.com slash TMS. That's where you go for everything else. Except for music, which we play here. Brian, what song do we have today? Oh, let me tell you, Scott. Uh, ANTP contestant and uh, social media coordinator for uh, for the current show, America's Next Top Podcaster uh, current show, Monica. Mm -hmm. It's her birthday today, oh, Scott. Oh, what? I didn't know that. Congratulations. Yes. Happy birthday, Monica. Yeah. Wicked Kitten 13. Uh, she says, Dear Snap and Sugar Bear, well, this year did more shaking to me than the other way around. My grandma went into hospice, my heroes community took a big hit, and I lost a future I had imagined for myself, all the while competing in and losing a podcast competition that would have changed my life. Wow. Too bad I didn't make it to Diary Week. Holy <laughs> Winky crap. Face. Okay. Woo. Aww, That's hardcore. Boy. Salty. Yeah. Uh, let's keep this lighthearted, though, because I'm grateful for so many things uh, over all the bad. I have incredible parents, amazing friends, and I'm working towards doing what I really love and getting paid for it. And I have my family in the tadpool who have been there with me above and beyond. I don't think a girl could ask for much more. But she's going to ask for much more. What I could use <laughs> is a boost of self-esteem. Could you please play Self-Esteem by Steven Seagulls? And thank you, Brian, for giving me uh, my weird – oh, giving in to my weird love of bluegrass covers. And thank you both and both. The ta that tadpole mm -hmm. for always keeping me lifted and laughing through it all. Love you, Monica, Wicked Kitten 13. P.S. You guys sound kind of sparkly. <laughs> Does she want to hear? I mean, I can play that. I think she wants to hear that. She doesn't want to hear me do it. All right. Let's do it. Uh, sp sparkly. All right. Here it is. Daryl, everything sounds sparkly. You guys sound kind of sparkly. And also, now, as a bonus, here's Bo Schwartz, another favorite of Monica. She likes Bo a lot. Oh, yeah. Here is uh, Bo uh, repeating that. Everything is sparkly. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you got a, you got the A side and the B side yeah. of the hit single "Sparkly." There you go. 
So indeed, she wanted to hear Stealth Esteem, uh, originally done by The Offspring, covered here by Steven Seagulls, that, uh, that weird, what, Swedish, I think, uh, bluegrass band that does covers of heavy metal. They're awesome. Mm. This is from the newer album called uh, Brothers and Farms. came out a couple years ago, 2016. This is the only song from it I've picked up, so I'm going to go by the rest of the album. Here is Self-Esteem by Steve N. Seagulls. Ooh, wow. I love it. All right. Uh, we're going to play that, and we're going to be back on Monday, and we can't wait to see all of you then, so come back and be here then. Goodbye. La, 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 la.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Where'd you get your body from? Ugh.